0: Hello everyone and welcome to episode 44 of the All In Football Fantasy Premier League show podcast. I am your host, the self-proclaimed FPL guru. Somehow managed to get a red arrow this week. Don't know how I did that, four and a half million in the world. Um, But joining me today are the usual suspects of Scott Williams and Barry Stokes. Back again, the cup champion. Scotty, how are you doing
1: today, mate? Doing well, doing well. Farnes is going well. You know, going on holiday next week. Life's pretty good. Barry, how are you
2: doing? Uh, well, obviously I missed missed the other week. Um, I went for an eye test because um, I was I was struggling as <laughs> Scott keeps saying. I Need to do an eye test, and I thought I needed it. It worked for Castagne. He had an eye injury, and and obviously he's now now good. So hopefully I can kick on now.
0: You definitely need an eye test after going for Skamaka over Mitrovic, mate. But there oh, you go. Yeah, true, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but thank you very much so much to everyone for joining us this week. Uh, don't forget to like the video, share the video with your friends. Why not? Let's do that as well. Um, and also to follow us on our social platforms, All In Football Pod, All In Football P, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Right, I've got some admin to do. I've got some All In Football Podcast, Mini League admin to cover off. We've got three managers of the week. So, first of all, I need to give a shout out to Stephen Goodall, Game Week 12's manager of the week, with 65 points. Well done, Stephen. Fantastic work there. Game Week 13, manager of the week, Tully Singh Matharu, uh, 79 points. He did take a minus four, though, but he got the biggest score. So 79 points, took a minus four. Sandy Punjan, 78 points that week. No minus four. But that's not how manager of the week works. Remember, minus four. Still got manager of the week. And Scott Williams, 77 points that week. That was the uh, the top three. So well done to everyone there. And we have two manager of the week joint this week. Paddy Madden and Lewis Evans, 82 points apiece. So uh, well done, gents. More importantly... October's Manager of the Month needs awarding. And we've had see, three Manager of the Month so far now. And it's 2-1 to the girls. Well done to Dimple Hunjan. 81 points this week she got as well. So uh, well done. 82 was the Manager of the Week. You got 81. Well done. 411 points. 10 points clear of Cully Matharu, And uh, David Byrne there. Third, third in this uh, third this month, equal with uh, Jason Wheel, three hundred and ninety six points. So well done to Dimple Hunjan. You have more managers of the month uh, than uh, your your husband, that's for sure uh, so far. And it's great to see the girls at the top. So uh, well done to Nicola Tomlinson for obviously for August, and Jeff Belcher for September, and then Dimple Hunjan
1: for October. Tell you what, Nicola Tomlinson had a bit of run on this week. Just to call Nicola Tomlinson out, <laughs> <laughs> I you call it. Why? What, what happened to us? Oh, so, she'd have I should Halla had Captain, and then who did she vice? Karen.
2: Oh, <laughs>
1: <I'm> like, oh, <laughs> oh, there we go.
0: But they well, that's, you know, we had Callum Wilson this week, and we, the pod team. We still didn't get manager of the week. Um, we did, we did pretty well. We got seventy-two points, which isn't too bad. But uh, a quick review of the All In Football podcast mini-league. David Byrne currently sits top one point clear of Nicola Tomlinson, 847 to 846 points. And Cully Mathrew up there in third with a nosebleed, being the eye of the league, surely for Cully, uh, 836 points. Five points clear of Jeff Belcher, 831. And rounding out the top five with 823 points, Sandy Punjan. Um,
1: don't need to mention you're six, do we, Scott? I'll, I, I'm just enjoying my Hunjan <laughs> sandwich. That I'm in there. You are Dimple in seventh. Yeah, that's a, yeah, good, good shout. Um, I had
0: a look as well at the um, the the people who have wild cards left. And just to be clear, if you don't use your wild card up, guys, uh, you do lose it. There are unlimited transfers um, during the uh, the World Cup period. Uh, mm-hmm. I have heard from uh, I, I did contact FPL Towers myself. And I heard from a relatively reliable source that prices are probably going to be frozen during the World Cup. Now, it hasn't been officially announced yet, but that seems to be the noises coming from um, FPL. So I'm waiting for the official announcement because I haven't got it yet. But the, uh, the, uh, the, the info that I have is relatively reliable. And I expect the prices to be frozen during the World Cup for all of the unlimited transfer period. But um, David Tomlinson, Paddy Madden, Ash Norris, Lewis Evans, Bicar Michael, Steve Cousins, Michael Hughes and Jimmy Barker. Um, you have all have a wild card left to use and you've only got two weeks left to use it. So if any of you are listening, which you're probably not, uh, you've got two weeks left. So uh, anyone who's friends with these people, let them know. Uh, and they can uh, they can use those uh, use those up. So yeah, um, a- another one to cover. So suspensions. There's quite a lot of people on four yellow cards. Just to be wary of um, the. Oh, I'm trying to get the current people who are suspended up as well, and some people are injured. But like Bruno Fernandez is is missing this week, for an example, he has got his, his five yellow cards. Uh, but Harry Kane, very popular transfer in on four yellows uh mr walking yellow card himself Diogo Dallo, four yellow cards um so a couple of these players are they and they get refreshed or they get up to the limit being 10 yellow cards rather than five in game week 19 so the world cup isn't actually the deadline for them getting those wiped it's game week 19 like it would be every other season so just paying close attention to those because bruno fernandes is not one who is really bothered about no one owns him but ivan tony um getting his yellow card in the 90 whatever mi- minute and uh, now being suspended for this week and his game week 16 fixtures against man city makes him one of the easiest sells in the history of fpl this week so uh one of the questions we'll address is uh, who to replace uh, who to replace him but there's that there's there's my admin that's my uh, my my cover off and if i remember anything else during the uh, the period of time when we're reviewing the matches for this week uh, then uh, i will uh, i'll chip in and let you know but Wanted to follow a um, the, the format that we kind of did at the beginning of the season, which was go through match by match and cover off what our thoughts are on the teams currently. So um, I am going to start off with the uh, Brighton Chelsea game, where uh, Graham Potter got booed by the uh, by the fans that he left of the team that in fourth place in the league and in and a massive profit and better position than they've ever been in their lives. So uh, well done to Brighton fans for being really classy, uh, but. Scott, welcome to you. What's your verdict on Brighton under Deserby so far?
1: Yeah, I think what I like about Deserby is not come on, come in with like this big ego and big arrogance, and he's just going to tear tear everything up and put his own stamp on it. He's gone. Do you know what? It's working. Um, you know, I'm uh, big enough to realise that, and I'm just going to carry it on. Um, from watching Brighton, it seems like they've, yeah, this seems like the Brighton and the Potter really, I've been really, really impressed actually in how they've played um, they were fantastic against Chelsea 4-1 I'm not going to lie, 4-1 flatters Chelsea because uh, they could have been 4-0 up in the first 5-10 minutes in that game, the amount of chances they had, don't get me wrong uh, Chelsea were um, you know, at fault for a lot of those uh, giving giving easy chances away but yeah, Brighton were fantastic, and it, I think I think with Brighton, if they've got the main players fit, like your Trossards, uh, etc., they, they honestly do look a really decent team. I think they were fairly unlucky against Man City the week before, um, and you know they narrowly lost to Spurs. I think um, I think it was one of the service first games there. So I think he's mm-hmm. done well. Um, I think he's been written off by a lot of well talk about basically um so i think he's actually come in and done really really well and uh yeah i'm i'm, I'm
0: impressed with him. Well. It, especially considering it's his first win isn't it that yeah. um it, it's the but the signs have been positive a draw against liverpool a loss to spurs a loss to brentford a draw with Forrest, a loss to city and then beating mm. chelsea so the only the only one really there is the, the draw with forest they were tightening up anyway That's, that was a forest thing they've been trying to do big time the 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 loss away at brentford is it's a difficult place to go as a United fan.
1: I can tell you that. Uh, so the, I mean, if you, I mean, if you look at the, if you look at the Forest game, it's ridiculous. Nil, nil. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, absolutely dominated yeah, them.
0: Yeah, they should should have won that. And uh, uh, Baz, your take on 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 uh, Mister Trossard? He's on seventy three points, seven goals, two assists. He's uh, the last <laughs> he scored against this season. Um, I can't, a big team West Ham leads, uh, but Leicester. Liverpool hat trick, City and Chelsea.
2: Great option. Someone Very to look op- at. Very good option, to be honest. I'm thinking about putting him in um, and getting rid of Harvey Barnes this week. Um, in the past, uh, I've had in the draft, I've always picked Tross on because he's always going to get you some points. He was quite erratic with them points. Some weeks he'll perform, next he wouldn't, and then Perform again, and it was one of them. But now he's got the consistency, and I heard that uh, Potter wants him at Chelsea. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> so that obviously, yeah, it says something there. So, um, so yeah, yeah definitely, I'd, I'd be looking again. Trossard in, and he's definitely in my um, selection after the World Cup as well. To be honest,
0: yeah, to, like, to well, transfers. Well, when I was looking at the the fixtures, a Wolves away, and then Villa at home. The next games, so and then they have got Southampton. Arsenal, Everton, Liverpool, Leicester, Bournemouth. So they're a bit hit and miss after but they're still really but they are good still good value. Um it's the only Pascal Gross scored as well um for everyone that still had hold of him. But still the only player to actually score under a other than Gross for that one other than uh, Loftus-Cheek and uh, Trevor Shalom. Was it Trevor Chanalo? Was he yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Ch- uh, to to move on to Chelsea, uh, it, it seems like we need to stay, stay clear of these guys at the moment. Uh, it, I you know, he's playing Cucarella at centre-back and he's bailed on that every single time he's, he's tried it Um, it's not really worked he had Pulisic and Sterling as win-backs this time uh, Um, what's your verdict on Chelsea so far Baz under Potter
2: well obviously Swansea fan so obviously I know Potter very well his tactics are really good but what he didn't do against Brighton he didn't change it early on he's seen it didn't work he thought right Actually, I'm just going to stick with what I've got. And he backfired miserably. Mm-hmm. Um, he usually does the early sub like he did against Manchester United. He didn't do it. And as you can see, he, he failed miserably. And as Scott touched upon a couple of um, pods ago, um, he doesn't know he's starting 11. It doesn't help that Fafana, James and Kante is injured, the defensive assets that they have. And Kante is a massive loss for, for him. Um, being obviously that shield in it just before like what Partey's doing for Arsenal. And, mm-hmm. and I think that's where they're struggling. Um, he can't get the right tactics. He's, he's tried loads of different things. And to be honest, I'm going to stick my neck out here. I think it's a step too far for him at the moment to go to Chelsea. I think he should have stayed at Bryan for a bit longer. But when, when, it, when a club like Chelsea or something like that comes for you you're not going to say no to it so,
0: what'll but... what, what say on it I I, I, don't, I I don't i don't i don't I don't disagree with you so much. I just think that it's it's amazing what the outcome has been from one fixture and I mean chelsea assets it's an fPL podcast I mean we don't touch any Chelsea assets at the moment they are stay clear, but I do think that it's amazing that off the back of this fixture Derby's De not won a match yet. And now he's won a game, and everyone's talking positively about him. Potter hadn't hmm. lost the match yet until this one. And now everyone's talking yeah. like a little bit negatively about Potter. And for all the reasons you've said, I don't disagree with any of the reasons at all. But it's just amazing the impact of that one match that's been on everyone's outlooks and opinions on it. I just I just think it's 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 football, isn't it? That's football. The uh, yeah, it's conversations. Impact. Definitely. Um uh, to talk about. A very com- a hot topic of conversation. Um, Liverpool. A uh, couple of things about Liverpool. I'm pretty sure that's the first time I, I looked at a stat. That's the first time they've lost in front of a crowd at Anfield in the Premier League since like 2017 when they lost to Sam Allardyce's Crystal Palace. That was a stat I heard, which I I I, uh, I-, I definitely enjoyed. The first time Van Dijk's lost at Anfield as well, mm-hmm. um, which is... Uh, at least we'll stop having to hear that ever again. But in terms of FPL, Salah delivers again and he also delivered again in the Champions League in terms of the goal. I want your opinion on Salah, Scott, and also mm-hmm. what you think is going on at Liverpool and your opinion on any of their assets from an FPL perspective.
1: Yeah. Um, my, my opinion on Salah is still stay away from Salah. He's um, He's not getting on the ball. He's not getting involved enough uh, for my liking. Again, you don't you don't have to have watched those games if you've not watched the last two games and just thought, oh, solid got in both. Let me put him in my team. Fair enough, but don't just because he's he's not looking at the star of last season. He's not getting a service either. Um, he's he's hugging that right touch line. He's not coming in enough. He's very one dimensional. Like why? They, what one thing they don't seem to do is swap them round at all. He always stays on that right. Mix it up. Swap them around, whether it's on that left side, Jota or um, whoever it is on that left side, drifting across, bring him, bring him back around. Um, keep keep the left back. at the end of the day, that like, whoever they're playing, that left back's coming into that game, knowing exactly who they're playing, exactly what to do, is put Salah onto his right um, because he's always wanting to chop in and then just go from there. Um, Liverpool, for me at the minute, yeah, they're just inconsistent. They're just an inconsistent team this season. It is what it is. All football clubs go through these kind of patches, uh, look back at the greatest manager the Premier League's ever seen, in my opinion, Sir Alex Ferguson. Did every season did he cruise through and uh, win leagues and get top twos? Absolutely not. He's had these things happen. So, the, like like we said earlier, football's so fickle that we're, people are saying Klopp out, which is absolutely ridiculous. Those people have got about two brain cells between them that are saying clop out. Um, Tim Sherwood, <laughs> Tim Sherwood is an idiot, he's just trying to get himself out there. And well, at the end of the day, I, d- I don't blame Tim Sherwood, he needs to win a living and he makes ridiculous statements to get him on shows like TalkSport and all this crap. So, I don't blame him for doing it, but he's also an idiot because it's, people are so like, it, it, this is what frustrates me with some Leeds fans, they moan, they moan, they moan, and it's like. Look back to where you were five years ago, six years ago, seven years, eight years ago. When you're in League One, you've not got it bad now. And Liverpool, you've got it very good still. Keep all the art manager, and you'll be absolutely fine. It's a right off season. You can't be at that level that Liverpool have been at. And we're talking about winning the quadruple last year. They came so close to winning that. They they came. You know, if if Villa, if Man City didn't come back against Villa, they won the Premier League. They won the treble.
0: And they were in the Champions League final.
1: You know, they like, should have it, won that Champions League final.
0: Yeah, there's a few, there's a lot of things happened in that game, isn't there? Which and it yeah. could have gone either way. It could have gone either way, couldn't it? We're not going to yeah. refer it from. The, but uh, also, that that's definitely your verdict on Leeds. There is definitely coming from a man whose team lost to Eastleigh last night, isn't it? In the in the
1: in, in the oh, uh, that, uh, uh, <laughs> not bad result that not bad result that. But yeah, it's 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 frustrating when you're you know a team you spot a team like mine, and you know you. As bad as it's ever been, um, you look at these other supporters and think you've not got it too bad, you know. Liverpool, from a Premier, from a fantasy football uh point of view, absolutely stay away from every one of their players. I don't see anyone consistently performing and bringing points in. I will be getting Salah out this week. Are you taking them out? Spurs away,
0: yeah. So, I'll uh... be
1: taking them out. I'll be looking at getting a Man City asset in too, too, too nice a fixture that.
0: Oh, uh, definitely. Well, the, t- just to touch on that in terms of the the, the home and away thing before we go on to Leeds briefly, I was really intrigued to have a look at the home versus away stats for this season so far because it feels like to me, it felt like to me home advantage was bigger than it's ever been. And um, the home win percentage this season so far is at 51%. And to give that some context, last season, the win percentage was 379 No, Now, it was a little bit lower than average But um, generally speaking, it's normally mid-40s. You know, speaking roughly, last five, six seasons, mid to late 40s. So the win percentage is higher this season. More points have been won at home so far this season than it has done in previous. So that's why it was important, I think, to have a look at the teams who play at home twice. So obviously, we're going to have a look at those in in quite a lot of detail. City, West Ham, maybe not so much Forest and and Wolves, but Spurs as well. So we'll, we'll touch on those, but home advantage seems... Much bigger than it has been in in, in previous seasons. So definitely, because um, I picked Harry Kane as captain, didn't I? Yeah, away at Bournemouth. <laughs> mm. You have a, you have a thing about pick captains away at Bournemouth, don't you? Boss?
2: Oh yeah, it's, it's some a curse. <laughs> Tony Kane, no more Bournemouth away. Harland, no, not yeah. picking him. Not for that. Not for that fixture. <laughs> I must. I must.
1: I must. I must say, from a personal perspective, when I look at fixtures, it I, I do really want to captain someone that is at home. Um, as much as I, I mean I, I didn't captain Haaland this week, I wasn't one of those lucky ones that captain and got someone else in I captain Salah because I would preferred that fixture mm-hmm. at home to Leeds and yeah. I hated the uh, Leicester, number one good team number two tough ground to go to number three the early kickoff. how many times do we have to say <laughs> don't captain on the early kick-off, yeah. Martin Wheel who captained two City players, or captain and vice-captain City players So I agree. I think I always take into consideration that when I look at games, because some grounds are bloody tough to go to as well.
0: Yeah, more than ever. And I mean, I know we're just going to finish off talking about an away win here, but um, it was one of, I mean, three away wins this week. But I mean, City winning away is no surprise. Spurs winning away is no surprise um, at Bournemouth. I mean... Well, they were they were lucky, but I mean the first half compared to the second half team. We'll, we'll get into that in a second. But the first half went yeah. the second half, I mean, they need to play Benteke. But we'll, we'll get to that in a second. But and um, that's actually the uh, the next the next game that I wanted to touch on. But Leeds, um, I just wanted to say, you know, you can go, you could do a lot worse than putting Summer Villain as a as a player who um, can enable if you want to spread funds and go band with different money. Seems to seems to be he'll he'll be nailed in the team. Jesse Marsh has bought himself a bit more time. If he'd have lost at Anfield, I think he was sacked. To be honest. Um and I still think if they lose to Bournemouth, they'll probably move him on. The Leeds fans just seem to have still turned on him. I think it's just bought him a bit of time, which is a shame. Because I, I I
1: don't I've got to stick up for him a little bit. I don't think he's really done that much wrong from my but perspective. You um, look at you you look at managers coming in after an iconic manager. Well Moisey exactly. Moise, yeah. gone. Um, yeah, Emory. Emory, that's it. Yeah. Gone. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like
0: Yeah, I mean you you know what I mean I can't even remember who the manager was after Moise at Everton. Like, you know, it's just they yeah. This is the sort of stuff where he's just not Bielsa, is he? And I think I think that's yeah. the the real crux of it from a Leeds mm. perspective. Um, and yeah, Leeds. I mean, yeah, no, no problem at all if you did want to take a, a a punt on 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 like for example, like Somerville. I think he was four point four, like I said before. Yeah. Um, and they have got Bournemouth at home, but you know, Spurs away, the game after. But anyway,
1: good. good. I mean, I mean, it's ridiculous. Who would have thought that Leeds would beat Liverpool? Yeah, it crazy. it's it's it is a bit mad, really. But I knew I knew it was coming. Just just for all those uh, listeners, and, 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 all and, that. I didn't and do put it in the group.
0: For all those listeners, it has to be said, Scott did put his bet proof yeah. in the group uh, <laughs> that, uh, that he did put that on. Uh, Bournemouth and Spurs quick review. Yeah, uh, first half, Bournemouth were yeah. I don't know what Spurs were doing, sitting back. They got yeah beating the air. more Moore um, as an asset, d- delivering seems to be back playing ninety minutes back from injury again as an enabler, third striker. Not the worst, not the worst shout in the world. Um, Looking at Spurs, they need to play Bentacore. It's quite simple again that he came on and changed the game, Eric Dyer as well. Eric Dyer, that's the first game that he's not started this season in all competitions. And he comes on and he's played right centre back and played long way at centre. Long lay, Long Langley. At the, the centre of the three. It seems to it seemed to work a lot better. So I think everyone who's holding on to Dyer as a defensive asset, I still think he's a, a good a good pick to have. Um Emerson, I think Perisic just appeared in every single game this season, but seven starts, but 13 appearances. So he keeps coming off the bench for, for six. So these the, the wing-backs seem to be a steer clear. It, it's relatively simple for me with Spurs. Um, Harry Kane generally delivers unless Baz captains him away at Bournemouth um, or I captain him at Southampton. He scored seven goals when me and you have captained him, by the way. And he's, he's not delivered any attacking returns in it, but he's still like the second top scorer in the league. Crazy. that That's just, that's really unlucky. But Harry Kane, I think, is, is still a really good option. Two home games coming up. One of them against Liverpool, and the other one, if I check my notes, at home to Leeds. So two good home games. If you wanted to get Kane in, if you've got the money to upgrade from Tony, fantastic. Um, so I think he's a great an option. And if you wanted to go with the defense, then I think Eric Dyer is is probably the most consistently started option. You could you could gamble on someone else, but you're gonna have to uh, to to take the
1: rotation uh, on the chin. Any keep, keep f- an eye on keep well, keep an eye on Son. He went off injured didn't he last night with a head injury, so if you're looking at him, I'd keep an eye on that. Yeah, fine. Yeah. Uh, you you've got a head injury if you're looking at bringing Son in this season. Um, to be honest,
0: because Jesus, he's been terrible. Um, I bring bringing back Son, yeah. <laughs> Xala. Uh, the next came to... Uh, oh, and oh, obviously Bournemouth. I think there were six games unbeaten and they lost the last three now. Think, so it's uh, in- interesting uh, to look at. Newcastle, got to touch on those guys. Um, Mr Miguel Almiron. Well <laughs> done to every single person that's brought him in. And he has scored six goals this season so far. And he only scored ten in the last five years, I think it is or something at at, at Newcastle. So, or four years previously, which is an incredible return. He's been on fire. He looks like a different player. Um, Most transferred in player last season. It's definitely a lesson for me to learn because he scored more points than Bruno Guimaraes by three. Three game weeks ago for, for the previous three weeks. And I was looking at a Newcastle midfielder to bring in. And I like Bruno as an option. I think he was good last season. Um, I think he looked like the, all the play went through him. I went for him over Almiron, and that's a 21 point mistake. And I went for him over Almiron basically because of previous season's bias. And I didn't I think did, Almiron, I did exactly
2: I the same with my wild card as well. I, I picked St. Maximin, and he hasn't even started since. Yeah. He keeps getting injured. He was on the bench, yeah, but obviously any Howe thing he gets the best out of these players, like Murphy as well. He's a fantastic manager, Hal.
0: Yeah, he's 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 done a phenomenal job, uh, and I, and I know it came to an end at Bournemouth, and that's just the way it is sometimes with these things. You know, he was unlucky that season, but um, that just for for a biased perspective, I look at certain managers. Your 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 mum, for example, Scott. No hesitation to bring an armor on Dimple. No hesitation to bring an armor on these. They, they've not been bitten by, you know. Looking at these previous, previous no. former, previous, they've just gone. You know what? This player looks good. They're scoring
1: goals and bringing them in. Yeah, and I think that's, I think that's it. Because I've not had a conversation with him about bringing Alma on him, and uh, it's, it's just looking like who's playing well. And I think people like us, we can get on our own heads a bit, can't we? About things like this, it must come to an end. They must stop scoring, kind of thing. But. I agree with you. He looks a different player and he's, he's got one person to thank for it, Jack Grealish.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: That motivation of,
0: of when mm. he'd be drunk on a video calling him out. I just think it's, I mean, it's 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 amazing to see how much he's outperformed him this season, isn't it? Let's be honest. Yeah. It it does, yeah. it does it does feel good when someone calls him out. But Almiron, and let's be honest again, if you've got Ivan Tony, you haven't got the funds really to do much else. It's one of the most obvious swaps to Callum Wilson. Ever, I think you know, it's like form. If he's fit, he's got the England tag over him for the World Cup. Southampton away, who were not great, um, mm. and then Chelsea at home, and Chelsea haven't looked great defensively either. So I think if you wanted to go sideways, he's the best option. Kane up him sideways, and then you know there's, there's a few options to to go to go down to none of which are bad if you want to release funds. But I think if you're going to go down, um, I'll touch on. Edward actually if he's fit. That's someone who's potentially an option. at uh, mm-hmm. five point four. So he's he's someone. But yeah, in terms of options, Almiron Wood and uh you know, if you haven't got trips yet. It's just he, well, you know. he'll, yeah, he he'll, he'll, be, he'll be he'll be right i mean everyone in our league's got him who's still playing pretty much so i think it's, i think he's 36 or 37 out of 40 managers have got trippier so i don't need to preach to anyone who's listening to to this but the one thing about newcastle i did hear again they the um they've done the most out of possession pressing out of any other team this season mm. and i double checked those stats before i came and i said that on another podcast and they've also got the um most muscle injuries this season ahead of the other teams, the seven teams, who are actually all in European competitions. So, Howell's working them hard, and they're well, obviously just, running hard.
2: Their muscle injuries are just same maximum. Yeah, they are. Do you know what? <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> about, I've been injured three times this, this season already. You're so true, so true, and uh, you know, in terms of
0: running um, as well. Just on, just going back to Liverpool briefly, they've been out running eight of their twelve matches this season, which is very unlike Liverpool. But uh, yeah, same podcast very leggy. information. Yeah, they 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 look leggy. Uh, Villa, massive. Wait and see. Let's mm. just see what Emery does, eh? Um, mm-hmm. Moving on to City, uh, Harland no injury update. That's of anything concrete yet. We'll just have to wait and see what happens. Well, he's, deadline... not, Come.
2: he's not playing in Champions
0: League, but he says he might be fit for Fulham. That's it. And there's no point selling that's him because let's be honest, like Fulham's, you know, they've got Fulham and then Brentford, isn't it? Two home games. I mean, yeah. he, he's the most obvious captain ever if he's fit. <laughs> so yeah, know,
1: get, he plays for me at the weekend. Yeah, You'd, 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 have, you'd have thought so if it's, anyway. I mean, it's... I mean, I think, I think everyone's crapping themselves a bit because it's like, oh, Pep said yesterday. Pep didn't say yesterday. Pep said at the weekend he wasn't going to play anyway because he did a throw in the Champions League. So yeah, I, I think he definitely plays.
0: They these are two big games in the league, really. I mean, they're yeah. t- in terms of home form, the top six out of six wins. But they need to win these two games. If Fulham aren't a pushover team, and Brentford also. You know, Thomas Frank plays; he's not going to part the bus. Like it's going to be, yeah. it's going to be. They're going to, it's going to be a bit more of an interesting match, and they need to go into the World Cup winning these two matches. They're through in the Champions League; they can play whoever they want tonight. And also, it's Carabao Cup for the next midweek, so they'll play whoever they want to in that game. You know, the 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 A team. Are going to play in these two matches, so uh, there could be a big. There's a big win in there. So if you haven't got a city midfielder, if you haven't got a De Bruyne, and I think Foden will come back in, but you can never predict Pep. Um, but if you haven't, if you've, if you've got the ability, I heard a lot of people moan about selling Foden for Saka and then Saka getting injured. And I'm like, it, it, the, the biggest positive about that you've ever had is that you can get De Bruyne now. That's taking a minus four. Like if you've got some funds to do it, you haven't got the the you know Cancelo, Foden, and Haaland like I've got. I'm going to have to. Do a sideways move to De Bruyne to get him. So, don't worry about it too much. If Saka is injured, you've got the funds again. Downgrade a striker. You, you've got it's a two week punt here. So, I mean, if you've got Tony and um let's just say a, a Saka in midfield, and you really want to get De Bruyne, then you know, bring De Bruyne in for Saka, and then downgrade Tony to a four point three or something. You know, put them on the bench for two weeks. It's
2: exactly.
0: it's it's not not a problem. Um Yeah. Pretty obvious stuff for um for City. I think um they looked maybe a, t- a touch blunt without Harland with Alvarez. But anyway, yeah, they had what only big chance of the game. It was called offside, but he wasn't offside. Uh, Leicester again. I think they've played played well. Scott thoughts on t- thoughts thoughts on thoughts on Leicester. Like you, are, are they going in the right direction? Any FPL assets from them?
1: Yeah. I I'm enjoying watching Leicester. Even against Man City, they, had, they did have some good opportunities. Um, Yeah, I think, I mean, the assets for me are just, just the normal, really. Madison, Harvey Barnes, really are the two that stick out for me. If you want to name below, I think we've mentioned them a few times on this podcast before, uh, Jusby Hall. Just get himself into that Heuberg position, is what I'll call it now. <laughs> um, J- Heuberg, Xhaka, uh, Jusby Hall, them kind of players who are pushing on a bit more this season. Bread. Fred. Fred, yeah, hundred percent Fred. Um but yeah. Man, man. They, they've, definitely, they've definitely turned the corner for me. Um they're looking a lot better. The confidence as well. Um they were so lucky unlucky to um um not so unlucky, sorry, I'm I'm totally totally missing that. Um yeah, I mean what beat Wolves four nil, beat Leeds two 0 Danny Ward, is he the best Goalkeeper in the world right now, potentially. <laughs> um, good,
2: ready for World Cup.
1: Yeah, but you're buzzing, bad. Yeah, thank let's... you for
2: more as well.
1: <laughs> God, you're going to beat us. God, <laughs> God I'm, I'm nervous about that match though, the 29th. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> uh, but um, no, good. I think you've got you. You can definitely now lock at defensive assets for them. Yes. They look a lot more solid at the back. Castagna for me, probably the one that six out. Yeah, he's been been in form. I've I've got him and he's done really
0: well actually. Uh they've got Everton and West Ham away, both those games away before the World Cup. And then they do come back to a couple of really hard fixtures um after the World Cup. We'll we'll do all, we'll cover all of after the World Cup stuff, but they you know come back to 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 Newcastle and then Liverpool. But then they do have a really good run of Fulham Forest, Brighton Villa. So I think we'll see a lot of movement to Spurs, uh, to Spurs, to Leicester. After, the, uh, after those first two games back from from, from the World Cup. Palace-wise, um, Eze and Edward seem to be better than Zaha at the moment when it comes down to looking at them. Um, Edward started the last six games. He's got three goals and one assist. Uh, he's only 5.4 mil. So if you are looking to downgrade and get somebody else in up front as a third striker, I'm not talking about starting him every week, but someone like Edward seems to be, and I remember I got, yeah, I got burnt by this last season. He's the pick, this, that and the other, blah, blah, blah. But again, they've got two away games, West Ham and, and Forest away. But still, options. As a really key player, started every game, two goals in his last five, 5.7. 5. Whereas Zaha's got one goal and one assist in his last seven games. So, uh, not to, not looking too good for that Not like Zaha, but, as well.
1: Ah, ah yes. Yeah. Go
2: on, Baz. yeah, yeah. Go on, yeah it, it. it looks like uh, if Zara goes in the summer or wherever, I think you've got a straight out replacement. Him. It looks unbelievable. Yeah, he gets he's... the ball. You know, he's got that danger factor. Mm. He passes the eye test for me. Yeah, uh, it, it looks like he's going to create something. Like Zara could have got an assist, but Edward stuck out his wrong leg to try and tap it in. But but yeah, I think Lise looks looks good. Um, it, it, He's only got
0: two assists this season, and that's his yeah, only attacking. He's in uh, the squad, though, wasn't he? He were like, yeah,
1: he was he? It was that. he that far there. away from getting an assist of the week, and it got rolled out in there for Edouard. um Yeah, he was so close. I, I would just say, like, I, I I agree with Baz. I I wouldn't say be jumping on him now, but from a few games I've seen, Elise least he's, he's starting to I stick have. out more. Yeah, he,
0: he's somebody that's potentially going to come on and start getting more points yeah that's for sure he yeah. does he does look good. Um, Guata
2: in goal as well being an asset for me. I've got him in and his his work wonders think mean, ward and Guata uh, I've got them the goalkeepers and they're looking really good. Well,
0: we've got uh, Anderson in the pod team as well. I think again in terms of a defensive asset they're a team you can you can look at to hold a defender for definitely. Um, I don't, again I wouldn't be I wouldn't be moving to bring any of these guys in for West Ham away and Forest away really but at the same time th- th- you could look a lot you could be do a lot worse again they've got some quite good value assets if you want to release funds so yeah. it's never it's never really a mistake to bring them in at this point I don't think. Uh, Southampton lost 1-0 to Palace, not really much to say about them other than they're all underperforming under expected points, metrics every one of them pretty much um, they've they've failed to score in five games. Um, they've only got two players that scored more than one goal this season. The seventeenth, I think. Uh, I'm, I I don't I, I don't have anything really positive to say about Southampton personally. I do like,
2: I do like one player for Southampton, that Arebo looks looks a good player. Yeah, he
0: scored twice this season. Came in from Rangers. He's a midfielder, kind of playing up front. He, he's, he's, he's not a bad option.
2: but I wouldn't I wouldn't jump on him. Yeah. By that
0: way. Just a just a shame in it, really. I think uh, Tony out Brentford, uh, won one with Wolves. Um, they they've actually weirdly Brentford, right? They've only won three games all season. Uh, wow. <laughs> I, I, they beat United, Leeds, and Bright, Brighton. <laughs> um, and they've, they've just drawn, they've got the most draws in the league with six actually. Uh, Ben Mees Worldie was lovely for my draft team. What, a, what an absolute stunner of a goal that is. Um, but. Tony replacements, guys. Any any thoughts from you? I mean, obviously, I've mentioned Wilson, Edouard going up to Kane. Any any other strikers that really stick out to you for the next couple of game weeks?
2: Calvert Lewin,
1: always oh, going for the Calvert Lewin punt Okay, good. Feels like a right, right. trap that, doesn't it? Right,
2: England, <laughs> England call up. He's going to be obviously on, on show. Yeah,
1: he's not going to get an England squad, mate.
2: Uh, well, I've seen I've seen worse.
1: Danny Welbeck.
2: Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, Tammy Abraham not playing well in Rome.
0: So, yeah. Leicester at home Bournemouth away a decent fixtures for, for Everton if you wanted to take a two week punt.
2: Yeah,
1: he's dead yeah. to me. Dominic Calvert Lewin since triple <laughs> captain. <laughs>
0: You're one point triple
1: captain. Yeah, I life. think he's. I, I think if you catch him and run good in a game where he's going to get two or three fair play, but for me it feels trappy. Yeah, but, I feel. I feel like if you. You go for Wilson unless you've already got three Newcastle assets, I guess. If you've got like Pope, uh Trippier in like Almoron, and you have to go somewhere else. But I think Wilson for me is just the obvious one. Yeah,
2: he is for me, but obviously I just wanted to throw another another one out there. I, the think, it's, I think it's ridiculous, Baz. <laughs> I like the I, I like the trap. Um, it,
0: it's, it's you know if you if you want to fall into the Darwin Nunes trap as well, you can do. Um, for me, I, I I really like Jesus to watch. He's on four yellow cards as well, though. but um, Chelsea away and, and Wolves away. Has he, but... he scored for about five months? Has he? Well, he should well, have, have scored. Had... He's he's actually not scored since um they played Spurs in game week nine. But he has got three three assists in that that period of time. And also he should have, yeah, had, two, he should, he should have okay. had two last game weeks. He should have had three yeah. if Nelson had put away the first chance. He does everything other than score. It's very Jesus. He underperforms his XG pretty much every single season. So it's very Jesus the performance. He's just a better Lacazette, isn't he? Really, let's be honest. But he it's yeah. I've I've got him and I've got him for the end of this time. And I'm 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 not unhappy about having him. Um Play if you if you wanted to gamble on Chelsea, I mean, Kai Havertz has been playing and he has scored a couple of goals. So if you really wanted to gamble, you could go for that. Um, that's, that that's, more, that's, DCL. that's
1: more ridiculous than DCL. I mean. <laughs> what,
0: what about Antonio or Skamaka? Two home games, Palace and. Antonio Laster. just does podcast now, doesn't he? Yeah. He's rivaling us. Footballers football football <laughs> podcast. He um, he yeah, actually uh, called yeah. me for some advice. Um, I don't don't blame that- me. Danny Welbeck, Walls in Villa. Um, if if, if Harlan's out, Alvarez, why not? Um, these mm. are. Do you want to go for the uh, the, the the ultimate trap in uh, Emmanuel Dennis? Get unwarmy on. Well, that's it. Uh, Anwoni yeah. is the guy, that, or whatever he's called. I can't Unwone, Unwone, Unwone. He's he's actually somebody who got shouted out. Brentford and Palace at home, both of them. But uh, yeah, it's um. I know eduard has got a flag on him at the moment, which would mean that Mateta might be somebody. But yeah. It's very much a case of if I'm going to do it, Greenwood's four point two million for Leeds, so getting him in to downgrade somebody and then spending your money in midfield—that's <laughs> that's actually that's probably the advice if you can't get Wilson and is That let's be honest, or go up exactly. uh, to uh, to Kane. So uh, yeah, we've covered off. It feels like last season we're covering off strikers that are rubbish again. Um, Fulham, the uh, Mitrovic. Let me have my moan for thirty seconds. He had the most shots in a game without scoring, equal in the Premier League with Harry Kane from 2017, 10 shots in a game without scoring. Yeah, potentially a little bit lucky for him not to get sent off because I don't think that gets overturned, that that decision, if he gets sent off. But I don't think a yellow was the right call for me. Um, his reputation goes ahead of him. Uh, but Mitrovic is on four yellow cards. He's got two tough games. So a lot of people are looking at moving him on. I don't. A lot of people have said this to me. Like, I need to, Mitrovic. I need to get rid of him. I need to move. I don't think he's that much of a problem. I mean, you've got all the problems in your team. Sort them out before Mitrovic. He's going to play for you, and he can <laughs> deliver a goal. I'm, I'm not that worried about having him. Um, and yeah, i you'd, you'd take him out for Wilson, wouldn't you? You would if you've got if you've got no other fighters. Yeah. Um, but like for me, I've got three Newcastle assets already. I, I can't get Wilson in for him anyway. I'm not going to move Mitrovic to. Edward or something like that. I'm just going to just going to keep him I think for me or or I upgrade him to Kane. That's another thing that I could do to to shave some money. Uh, and Andres Pereira again, he's got the most key passes this season other than Kevin De Bruyne. He's amazing value um and seems to be still delivering you know perfectly as your fifth midfielder. If you've got him so tough two fixtures, but I won't worry about them too much if you've got other fires then. Yeah, they they're, they're not people to worry about I've got Johnny fires
1: wow this is nice. Johnny Kufel Nico Williams I can't get 11 (laughs) players out every week that's my
0: issue the Nico this is the thing we've all got more important things to worry about I think Um, Pickford third for saves this season 49 behind Ryer and Henderson with 54 and 53 Um, for for Everton to to look at as an option Iwobi five assists uh, Cody's got fifty-one points. Pickford's got fifty. I mean, if you're looking at any of these players, then you know you're scraping the barrel a little bit, I think. But Pickford's not bad for a couple of weeks, um, and uh, and neither's uh, Awobi. as a punt trying to free up some funds. You've uh, you've uh, reaped the rewards of having him in draft, Scott. Not bad, is it? Um, let's look at uh, Arsenal briefly uh, don't need to cover them too much in terms of uh the obvious fantasy assets Reese Nelson two people captained him in the game that's absolutely insane isn't it he's not played a minute before and what was one of them Reese Nelson have we found this out yet apparently not no. he, t- he tweeted him and it wasn't wasn't him oh. he, he's sending free shirts to the two people that have those two people definitely just don't play fantasy and they've just mm. taken the mick. um best sack of replacements if he's gone is an interesting one. So, uh, obviously, City assets. Um, if you're looking at players and teams that play at home, Jared Bowen should have had more returns than he has. Um, and, uh, you know, one of them being a penalty that he missed and then Harry Maguire's incredible block. Well done, Harry, uh, against Man United. Um, lads, mid-price midfielders. Or, or are we going to go lower here? Are we going to look at... like? I mean, for me, you know, obviously, Almiron, Rashford... These guys are all options. Any uh, Trossard? Any other? Any, any of those players that count to out to here for replacements for Saka in case he's injured? Any other people?
2: Bernardo Silva, Ben Rama, Passes the eye test for me then.
0: Yeah. Ben Rama's Ram an interesting one. I think he's got some points in him. That's for sure. You know, previously. The
2: features they've got coming up as well. Two home games.
0: Well, again, that's that's one of the biggest things. Yeah, they're, they're one of the, the double home Palace and Leicester. You know I think they're really good fixtures still um, because they're both at home. Scott, any
1: anybody anybody stick out to you midfielders to to, to get on? I mean you, you could look at Gabrielle. Oh, sorry Martinelli rather. Gabriel, <laughs> first name in it first name's uh, G, um, the G Man. <laughs> yeah I mean don't get me wrong Chelsea away is a tough fixture but I mean Wolves aways not too bad. Um Nah, nah. I quite like Ben Rama. The I test looks he has looked really good on the eye test. But um and I think West Ham have looked a better team when they've <clears> uh, when they've started playing him. So uh yeah. No one really no one's got like too much, too many mouth water and fixtures, have they? Um I know United have got two away
0: games and they're against Villa and Fulham, but Fernandes is in is suspended, and I think that means that probably Fred will come in and Ericsson will play in a ten, I'd have thought, rather than Van der Beek getting a start randomly. Hmm. And Ericsson's on set pieces. He's definitely a touch of class. Six point three mil for a two week punt. Don't get me wrong, I think you go Rashford over Ericsson six point six compared to six point three. And Rashford's playing wide and he's he's looking looking really good, looking like a, a player yeah. that, that he has done previously. Um but if you wanted to go for a a like a real differential, you know, Ericsson's only two point eight percent owned. I, I I foresee some points of the next yeah, two like weeks that,
2: game. the cross he put in for Rashford was unbelievable Come put on the sixpence for him he just went like attack that and obviously well, he
0: did what a signing honestly Ericsson's done a great job um, Forrest yeah we'll, 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 we'll leave them for now I mean they've, they've got two home games we touched on a one yeah, whatever but I just you know, I'd struggle to struggle to pick out really any uh, anything more positive to say, say Henderson
2: goalkeeper but that's about it probably makes yeah. sense yeah Henderson
0: good shout actually yeah Two home games, make saves, gets bonus points. Definitely someone to 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 consider if you've got you know the Kepper and Iverson double up from your wild card because some people have got that and Kepper's now injured and he and Iverson's not playing because Danny Ward's the best keeper in the world. Uh, <laughs> United, yeah, Rashford and Dallow. Don't think there's 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 any other real assets other than maybe Erickson to look at Anthony's still got a knock and and, and he's injured. You could look at someone like a if you wanted to go cheaper. I think he's gonna get game time. Sancho's not looked himself, but um I'll um, I'll finish there about Man United. Oh, goalkeeper uh, to get. Her. Yeah, I I suppose that's, so that's
2: saved save from Zuma's header. Wow.
0: Oh, he's incredible shot stopper. And the and the Rice right said the Zuma's header was 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 unreal. Um I just don't know. I suppose, as United as fancy assets, we could look at that. We were looking at their defences. Yeah. If you've got the two keepers, I think that's a good shot.
2: It tends to a a double up because obviously you've got Dallo probably, and then you'll have De Gea in goal as well. So,
0: mm, to be be fair, Baz, I hadn't even thought about De Gea and 4.9 mil, 6.6% owned with fixtures against Villa and Fulham coming up. Yeah. You're looking for a keeper replacement. Yeah. Good shout. I'd not even thought about him, to be honest. Um that's uh that's definitely a, a pre pre uh, prehistoric issue. Scott West Ham. What what what's not what's not ticking with them really? What's what do you what do you see as the problem?
1: Uh they can't put that round thing in the goal. Uh, <laughs> they, they can't really score. They, I mean, last season they were flying, weren't they? Well, for a couple of years they've been flying, playing really well, expansive attacking football. But, I mean we've mentioned him there, De Gea obviously made some really good saves against Man United, should have had some goals. Liverpool Miss Penn should have had some goals. Um I think Bowen's underperforming. I think he's getting himself into good positions, but underperforming the season. And uh Skermake looks okay. Um, but you know, I mean it's <laughs> he's not he's not Mikhail Antonio when he was in full uh full flow, is he? Yeah uh, for Fornells has been, you know, me. I'm a big Fournells fan. He's He's on the before not really played a lot this year. Um yeah, I think a bit, bit Liverpool lead, a bit bit off it this season, bit of a season off, I think. Um don't know if they got a bit of a hangover from you know, they missed out on top four just last year. They missed out on winning the Europa League just last year. I feel like feels a bit hangover y a little bit. Um, but yeah, just just a bit of a dull team to watch for me this year. disappointingly, because I, I, I like I like West Ham.
0: What we'll say is yeah. they've got two, they've got two home fixtures coming up, and they've only scored three goals away from him, but they've scored eight at home. So if you're going to get on them in terms of assets for two weeks to give them a give them a try, the next two weeks are probably the best one. Sorry, Baz, I cut you off then.
2: Yeah, for me, it, I think it all comes back from Gamaka like dropping too deep, and they try instead of holding or building people around, he tries fancy flicks. And it's like, just old ball. Let people come, come to you and, and play off you. It's simple. Simple forward work. Trying to be a, a fancy target man. No, yeah, it's not yeah. working. For me, if you're going for assets, I'd, I'd be looking for a Craig Dawson. He looked, he looked an handful. Mm-hmm. The only problem is, he's 4.8 million. Where you could get probably Zuma for cheaper, I think. Depends
1: oh, Depends if you like Cats, though, doesn't it?
2: Yeah. Mm. Out of principle.
1: For right. me, if you've got Zuma in your team, you clearly don't like Cats. I'm just going to say that right here, right now. I expect <laughs> Jimmy to put him in his team. Then. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yes,
0: and that's covered off. Uh, that's covered off all of the all of the teams one by one. I think we've done done, done quite well. Oh, wolves, have not we? Well, oh, sorry, they're not worth talking about. Are they? <laughs> we <laughs> don't talk about wolves. Oh, I did miss that. Is my I did. Well, Oops! Daisy. And anybody anybody want to talk about Wolves, bats? What do they need to do to turn it around? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Everything, I think. Defensively, <laughs> they used to be sound. Now they're struggling. Um, conceding far too many goals. But I suppose they did play Man City and that brought the average up. Um, but conceding 1.46 per match. Average for scoring goals is 0. 0.46 oh. per match. Costas get sent off for an headbutt. It's just, <laughs> it's oh, just shambles. It's just shambles. <laughs> it's like he missed him first time and he went him again. <laughs> What's wrong yeah, with the lad? They've got creativity there. Like yeah. The XG is yeah. 1.51, but, and again, 4.31 shots from 13.54 fi- shots per game. So it's not a bad ratio, but you just can't put ball in. Like, in a, similar to West Ham, easy as yeah. that. I've,
1: I've already, I'll be looking forward to that game when they <laughs> play each other again. No, yeah. no. If West Ham are away, it'll be. Yeah, imagine 5 5. West, <laughs> West, Ham, West Ham are away oh, next game. They play them. It was 2 0 to West Ham earlier. Yeah, that's a 0 0 all over it. Oh, Gamaka scored. Huh. Don't tell Baz. <laughs> 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 I mean, man, I
0: transferred him in. I was like, yeah, he
2: scored. He looks him in. No, that was because me. Uh, i am just seen he scored. Didn't do an eye test today. I? Yeah. I think it was Tim- Timothy. Yeah, and then do a Castagna poke myself
0: in eye. The uh, we've got a two game mini season then lads, and we've got five teams that play at home. Like I touched on before, with both games, City, West Ham, Forest, Spurs, and Wolves. Um, And you know, the the teams that you could look at: Spurs and City, and West Ham in particular. Could look at two teams that play away, both games: Brentford, Arsenal, Leicester, Man United, and Crystal Palace. And the rest of all got a bit of a blend. To wrap up. Your two-week punt players got a couple to mention. anybody that you anybody you think that you want to go right? I recommend I've got a couple
2: for these two each positions. To be honest, go for it, Baz. That's what I like to hear. All right. So goalkeepers, yeah. you've got the like I touched upon, four point nine. Pickford, four point five. Sanchez, four point six. Got good, obviously, good fixtures. Defenders, Craig Dawson, as I touched upon, 4.9. Asputien, or however you pronounce it, at 4.5. Marlenko at 4.5. Midfield, Rashford. Ben Rama and Iwobi. Attackers, Wilson. And I'm going to say it again, DCL and Edward, if he's fit. They're, they're the ones that I would go for if I had problems in any of them areas. Scott? Two uh, weeks on. Here
1: we go feedback. Go on. (laughs) Two-week punt would not be the goalkeeper or defender because that's boring uh, for me. If you go two-week punt, you want to be spicing it up a bit. So, I'll be looking at those attacking positions. Um, No-one called Dominic will be anywhere near my two-week punt. Uh, (laughs) Solanke. No Dominics. No Dominics allowed. Um, He's burnt me before. Dominic Solanke, to be honest with you. Um, I would go for Jared Bowen as a two-week punt. Um, and I would go for someone else. Maybe, maybe Winkett, a Leeds asset. Maybe a hot rod Regal. Yeah, why not? I think he's
0: gonna. They're gonna try to get as many minutes out of him as they can do when he's when he's fit. He will play. Uh, yeah, for me it was um, Bowen, Rashford, um, and uh, why not go for your man, Scott? Let's go for uh, yeah. Spurs have got two home games. Let's go for Hoi or yeah, something like that for two weeks. Some someone who's a bit a bit of a I, uh, uh, sorry. Go on. I thought you were going to say whoa. Mine
1: and Heather's man.
0: Yours and Heather's that's <laughs> for sure. And then yeah, I mean, I, I'll I'll throw in Ericsson in there as just to complete the one that I don't think anyone in our league will have. I, I, I like without especially with Bruno not playing that game. He's on set pieces. I I think he's going to be um, a, a good shout for someone to pick. So. Game week 15, 1.30 deadline. Um, there's Leeds-Bournemouth, City-Fulham, Forest-Brentford and Wolves-Brighton all at three o'clock. So no early kickoff. Um, there is an early kickoff on Sunday, though, uh, which is Chelsea against Arsenal. Uh, so that's uh, destined to be boring, isn't it? Um, obviously, Everton-Leicester on Sky on Saturday night. But then we've got Man United, Southampton-Newcastle, West Ham. And Palace, Spurs, and Liverpool—most blatantly obvious. Howland captain if he's fit. Who do we captain if he isn't fit? We going and still stay in with City. Go with, with um... a Foden or a De Bruyne if you've got a De Bruyne. Um,
1: Cancelo. Cancelo?
0: Yeah, like I'll, be
1: Nicola I'll, I'll be messaging Nicola Tomlinson. Whoever Nicola Tomlinson, my scouts <laughs> <vice-captains. laughs>
0: Newcastle are away from home, but they are at Southampton. Who you never know what you're going to get with Southampton as a as, as a team and an option. United, uh, Villa's new manager bounced would make me scared of United being away from home. There. Uh, there, there's no other real like home team that I'd like to captain anyone for.
1: if you bring him in, maybe.
0: Yeah, maybe Bowen. Yes, if you wanted to go for a bit, something a bit different. But when we're looking at vice captains, it's very. It, it, I think it's I, it's going to be one of those weeks again where I think some people will go for Kane. You no, know, Liverpool don't look great, do yeah. they? So it's probably like a Kane, a Bowen, a Wilson, an Almiron as an option. He's in, he's the guy who's in form with three mm-hmm. and three. Um, uh, it, it, and, and the, there's 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 a lot of different players that you could vice captain, and I do but I do think that if you if Harland is declared not fit, then it's if you've got De Bruyne, it's a pretty easy De Bruyne captain. You can go Cancelo again, relatively consistently. Foden can be dropped again because it's Pep, but you could go for someone like Foden if you wanted to do that. You know, it's quite blatantly the the best fixture out there. So. I would uh, I would uh, stick with those guys, so uh, I think that's that's got us got us to about an hour I think of Baz have I covered everything? I'm asking yeah. I, I think well, asking,
1: well, I was, it, asking me
0: because you have no idea
1: like so <laughs> <laughs> but Baz remember
0: I haven't covered wolves, so I was like he's def- i am I'm like I'm ticking off things and making sure I've covered it all but yeah, um deadline one thirty on Saturday um if you are a Twitter keynote, then quite often you get a bit of early team news. Um, about maybe two hours before. I know we did for the and um, the city game early kickoff last time. So, if you do want to try pay attention to that, then you can do. And waiting to do your transfers last minute, get the uh, the midweek games out of the way. But I, I you know, just really be know. careful. The app went down, didn't it? It did. Three <laughs> minutes to go before the deadline. Yeah, the app went yeah. down. Um, so uh, it's uh, yeah, it's 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 one to. to to be a little bit careful of. But, boys, thank you ever so much for joining me this week. Thank you, Barry. Thank you to Scott. Uh, don't forget to like the video, subscribe to the channel, subscribe to where you get your podcast from, and then follow us on All of Football Pod, All of Football P on Twitter, Instagram. And if you want to see my face floating on some TikToks, follow us on TikTok. Boys, thanks a lot. And uh, I'll see you next week. Bye for now.